Dude, I got so like goofy in the Lord in like just one week. I, um, yeah, felt like just kind of just going over it. I got like, I got like five or six pages of stuff, just kind of notes, um, from, uh, just th throughout the week, just spending time with the Lord. I, um, yeah, I, I feel high as a kite, man. Um, like I don't even feel like the same dude. It's crazy. So like, I wasn't doing good for a bit, relapsed. Um, I was smoking weed for like 10 days. I'd been sober for about four years before that. And um, just started spending time with the Lord. Didn't work for like two weeks. We made a couple videos in there, um, but not much, you know. Maybe I worked two days in those two weeks and that was it. And um, yeah, I just spent time with the Lord. And uh, in, in the beginning of that, those two weeks, you know, I was smoking a pack of cigarettes every day. Uh, I'd been smoking for a month. I hadn't smoked in two years uh, up, in, up until then. And uh, yeah, so I, I was smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. I was smoking a joint every day and um, just stopped everything and started spending time with the Lord, man. And I got really sick on the, on the third day uh, of being sober and like almost died. Like I couldn't breathe, it was crazy. And my buddy Zach prayed for me and I just got like instantly healed. And I still was coughing and stuff, but my lungs could receive like oxygen. Like they couldn't take the oxygen. I think it was because I was smoking so much and then I got sick. Um, but yeah, anyways, so this, uh, this whole week, uh, this is my first week back working and every day it's Saturday now. Every day I just got up and just spent hours with the Lord um, before doing anything. And um, the whole, it just flowed, man. Really, really sweet. Um, I'm going to just start like reading through this stuff. I've got like testimonies and different things, but like, um, I don't know. I might just start ripping into this. Before I even like pull up any of the notes, like I feel like God, the, like the Holy Spirit's asking me, like, what's the biggest takeaway of this week? Um, and I, I think it would have to be how how quickly we can get back into walking with the Spirit if we haven't been uh, for a season. Like this was like that, and. That's what the what the Lord said to me. He's like, he's like, don't go into this with the approach of like, oh, I just lost like four years of sobriety. My whole life has to start over. You know, I got to take baby steps and all this. He told me, he's like, you didn't lose anything. Right where you are, just begin to move and like rest in that place, right? So I just, I really just started spending time with him and just communion, just praying, singing out communion stuff, like about the body and the blood and the healing and forgiveness and redemption, like for hours and hours and hours. And um, it's like, bam, it's like, we don't lose that stuff, man. Like we don't have to go through weeks and months or, or whatever of like rehab therapy type stuff. Like we have direct access to him because Jesus came. So like at any time we can just begin to engage him. And it didn't work for weeks. Like I knew, I knew two months ago 
that stuff had to change. And I started working less and trying to spend time with the Lord, trying to get back into that place. So this has been going on for months. Um, and it's like, it's working now. Like it was always working. I said this to my buddy, Austin Ares. He's like, I'm like, dude, it finally feels like it's working. He's like, man, it was always working. I'm like, I know it was, but now I'm seeing it, man. Like now I'm feeling it, dude. Like I was like, ah, it just, I looked at, I tried to look into the future and it just looked so dark. It was like, God, everything sucks, man. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do any of that. And um, it's like, God just, and it's so good, man. Just, just, just knowing him, dude. And like, I had a lot of people in my life that love me and encourage me. And uh, it's cool, man. It's really cool. And it's like, when we're, when we're like, when we're sharing the gospel, man, it's like, it's, sh it's sharing what we have with him so people can step into that place with him, you know? It's like that place of intimacy with him. Um, crazy awesome. I've been fasting a ton, man, and I wanted to. Like, I wanted to fast, I wanted to pray, I wanted to be intimate with God, but it was, it, it took a little while to get there. It took a couple months, you know? I Two months ago, I was like, man, I wanna pray and fast and just spend time with you, God. Um, and, it, and, it, and it took a little bit and it was just pressing in in faith. And um, man, it's been just so awesome. Like this this whole week, like I just been fasting like most of the day and then eating at night. And I just, I, I feel so like lit up, dude. Like we're, we're, spo we're supposed to fast. Like <laughs> I'm telling you, man, Jesus did it and he was doing it all the time. Some people say like, well, we only know that he fasted this much, you know. And it's like, ah, they're like, Rabbi, eat something. He's like, my nourishment comes from doing the will of my father. And he was doing the will of his father all the time, man. So I got to imagine there were quite a few times he wasn't eating much, man. And he was having a good time doing it. So, <laughs> and like, man, I go into stores and it's like, I go into these grocery stores and I'm like, man, I just feel at peace, you know. I'll talk to people and pray with people and it's I just have such a rest in my spirit, man. Like, it's just beautiful. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm gonna start just reading through these. It's a lot of just like Bible verses, like things just straight out of the Bible. Oh man, this was like right in the beginning. It was Jesus, right? He's saying like, he's talking to the disciples and they're like, I, so I spent a lot of time in John 14, 15, 16, 17 this week. I was doing that over the summer too. If you go back and listen to these, you probably would hear many episodes about those chapters. And I just feel like that's where Lord, the Lord has me now. And there's actually a lady at church, Kelly. Uh, she's one of our, our pastor's wives, Jeremy. And, um, and she was telling me, she's like, Jordan, spend time in there to understand like submission to authority and, and, and like what authority looks like in the kingdom and, and, and all that stuff, you know? And it, it took me a little bit. She told me that a month ago and I just got into it this week again. And it's been really, really good. I was so mad at first, you know? I was like, no, it's like F authority, you know? And like the way I was feeling, but uh, it, you know, it kind of got back into that place and God just went bam. And now I feel like I can receive this stuff and it's cool. Um, as in John 16, 6, I kind of just paraphrased it, but 
saying, I gotta go away so the Holy Spirit comes. I've gotta stay dead so that he can fulfill his love. That second one wasn't really in there, but that first line, I've gotta go away so the Holy Spirit comes. That's what Jesus was saying to the disciples, right? And I just really felt like he was saying to me while I was reading it, he's like, Jordan, you've gotta go away so that the Holy Spirit comes. And when you go away, people are gonna get mad, people that are in your life right now, and they're gonna miss you, and they're gonna be wishing you you were still the way that you were, even though it was in an unhealthy place. They're gonna be wishing you you were that way because you made them feel comfortable. Now they feel uncomfortable around you because you're in a more intimate place with God. So when we go deeper into that place, there's going to be people around us that are really uncomfortable and they're really shaken by what God's doing in our life. And I so want to encourage you in that as you're taking steps deeper with the Lord, there's going to be people around you that are non-believers and believers that are so they don't know what to do. You're making them uncomfortable. They were comfortable with the way you were before. You might have challenged them in some ways, but now it's really challenging to them and it's like causing them to change it's like the holy spirit working through your life man and it was like god was telling me he's like this has happened so many times before when you've went deeper and like the people around you were like they they didn't know what to do about it and like they didn't think it was god and it's gonna happen again and i'm telling you man i just feel like the lord so got me in a spot where i'm okay with that now and (laughs) Like he wants us to shine no matter what, right? Like the whole purpose of the gospel is that we would shine. Like we know him, we're close with him, we're reconnected with him. And now our whole life lived on this earth is to bring everybody else into that place, man. There's more than enough room in my father's house. (laughs) This is like, this first one was kind of like a rap, I think more than anything. But so it says, there's more than enough room in my father's house not abandoned as an orphan. He came to me. That's what my father's about. And like, man, there's room. You can take that so many different ways, man. Like you can take that as like, there's room in my father's house. So when you have that opposition, like you're going in a deeper place with God and the people around you, your brothers and sisters in Christ, they're made uncomfortable by it. They're telling you like, I don't know about this or just take it slow or I think you should take it easier. I don't know if that's God in that place in your heart. Be thinking like, man, there's more than enough room in my father's house and this place I'm going into. I want these people around me that seems like they're mad at me. It's really just just the demons. It's like, I I want those people in that place, in this place that I'm in, in my father's house right now here on this earth. He was talking about dying. And when Jesus was talking about it, he was talking about the kingdom of heaven, right? Um, in, In the afterlife. And, but I think at the same time, he was talking about right now, like we're in the father's house. Like we are his house. We're his, his workmanship, man. Like we belong to him. Like he's in us and we're in him. Like all week long, dude, I was thinking like, it's our spirit. Like, like now that we, we have the Holy Spirit, right? Like, it's like, we're in him and he's in us and like we're one like there's a oneness there like we're one with him so it's our holy spirit and like we as the church like we all have that spirit whether we're getting along at the moment or not right it's our spirit and the more we step into that deeper place with him and knowing him and intimacy with him communion with him understanding the reason we're here and who he is in us who he is as a father who he is as a savior who he is as the powerful holy spirit that punched 
punches the devil in the mouth and raises the dead and heals the sick, man. Like, the deeper we, we go in that place, all the disagreements and all this stuff, all the, like the things that can come up in, in, in church life, right? Like the disagreements and the weird vibes and stuff like that. Like, we just seek him and that stuff goes away, man. All right. This is skipping ahead. I think this was from yesterday. Get marked in, get burned in the perspective of faith, the perspective of suffering to do what's right, to do good, to do the right thing, even if it involves suffering. It's not always going to involve suffering, right? Sometimes it's fun to do the right thing. Sometimes you just feel like you're in fairy princess land. I've been feeling like that this week, like, pretty often and it's cool but there were things god there was a lady this morning old lady from church her washer was leaking i have no idea anything about that i was over there yesterday we couldn't get it figured out i was basically just trying to put a pan under there till the till the guy got there to fix it because it takes it's going to take him a week because there's a bunch of people without heat so they're focusing on that instead of like water in people's houses which makes sense and anyways, we tried putting the pan under there yesterday. It didn't work. I go back over there today, and uh, and it's still leaking a bunch. And we're like, man, what do we do? And, I, and I'm like, okay, a fan. Um, we should put a fan there to hopefully blow the water away from the wall at least so it doesn't leak into her bedroom through the wall. And we're looking for the fan, and we can't find it. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to run home and grab a fan. And I'm thinking in my head, like, it's 11 a.m., like, I've got to get to work. I've got to do some stuff today, right? And I go and grab the fan and get back there and we set it up and all that. And then there was just this settling at the end and it was cool. But I didn't really want to do that. So the perspective of faith, the perspective of suffering to do what's right. Knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. All right. We might, we might keep going in order here. If you're digging this, cool. If not, don't eat anything for a day and come and listen to it again and you might be digging it. And <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kind of messing around, um, but not really. Uh, I chose you to come out of the world so it hates you. I've told you these things so that you won't abandon your faith. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father. Like he's saying to the disciples, he's saying, I told, <coughs> I told you all this ahead of time so that you will not abandon your faith. Like he's, there's obviously going to be a time where they feel like abandoning their faith. And they're like, no. And Peter's like, no, I never Lord. And then like that day, like he's like three times like Jesus, I don't know, Jesus, man, trying to save his own butt. Right. He says, I've told you these things. So you won't abandon your faith. There's going to be times that we that we feel like doing that if he said that, man. There's going to be times where we're really just not feeling it at all. And like that's okay, man. But he's telling us he's telling us that like trouble in this life, trials, tribulations, it will come, but don't worry. I've overcome the world and I'm in you and you're in me and we're going to trample on hell. We're going to crush snakes and scorpions and we're going to love people everywhere we go. You will ask the father directly and he will grant you your requests because you use my name. Here on earth, you'll have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I've overcome the world. <laughs> and then the Lord was like, take it personal. 
He's like, take, take all this personal. And I've heard people say that before, like quit taking offense personal, quit, quit taking what people say personal and start taking the gospel personal. When I was like going through this, these verses here, I felt like the Lord was like, I need you to take this personal. I need you to get, get, get. So, uh, if it's not really the right word, but get, get offended by this, get, get, uh, so moved by this, so shaken by this, that like this becomes your reality. Let this just rock you. And I'm like, dude, come on. And he said, Jesus, he's, he's like, always he's like accusing the disciples. He's like, you know, you know, the Holy Spirit. And they're like, what? And he's like, you know, the way. And they're like, we, we have no idea. Like, we don't know the way. Like, we don't know where you're going. And he says, from now on, you do know him and you have seen him. And they're like, what? He's like, show us the father. He's like, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. And he's like, what? Even though he already said that like three times, man. From now on, you do know him and you have seen him. I'm telling you right now, like, if you're, if you, if you gave your life to the Lord in whatever way that is, there might be people that tell you, oh, you're not really saved or this or that, or I, I don't, I'm, dude, I don't care at all. If if you gave your life to the Lord, if you got born again, if you got saved, if you got baptized, what whatever, and you were aware of it and you weren't like one year old, I'm not saying that doesn't work, but I'm just saying there's like, there's more, right? Uh, he says, from now on, you do know him and you have seen him. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter how your morning went this morning. It doesn't matter uh, what you think you might do tonight that's bad, that's sinful. Like, you do know him and you have seen him. Doesn't matter what happened yesterday. Doesn't matter if you've been in the dry season. Doesn't matter if you haven't really been feeling it. Like, you, you do know him and you have seen him. Like, you've seen God and you know God. You know his heart. There's that song, right? It's like, I can't walk away. We totally can. We totally can walk away. Like, at any time, right? But, like, we just, like, we we start to know what he wants. And, like, we don't want to walk away, man. Like, we don't want anything to do with that. It's like, I can't get enough. There is nothing like your love. There's going to be so many people around you, man, that you throw out an idea and you and you say it and they're like, I don't know about that. You should think this through. I don't really know if that's a great idea because God gave you that idea, man. And like you can tell, tell, tell people, tell as many people as you want. Man, there's sometimes I, I don't tell people um, because like I, I know they're going to shoot it down. And, uh, and, and that, and that's okay. Right. Man, a, a lot of the times, like we see the way that's right to man. A lot of times he's, this is what he says, right? He's like, there's a way that seems right to man. And that way leads to death. And a lot of the times in our own life, we can recognize that well, right? Like we like we're like, yeah, that seems like the right thing to do, but I know that's straight from hell and that's what the devil wants me to do and God has a better plan, right? But then we look at somebody else's life and we think 
yeah, you should do this, man. That makes sense. I think you should do that. And then they're like, I don't know. I really feel like God's telling me this. And they're like, I don't know if that's from the Lord. And it's like, we see the way that seems right to a man in other people's lives. And then we project that on them, man. And it could be like so damaging. It's so destructive. But like, even if that happens, like God's going to use that experience to bring us deeper into a place where we just don't give a rip what anybody thinks, man. And we hear his voice and we know we hear his voice. And that's what we're doing, man. And like to stay submitted to leadership, man, to stay in a place where we're involved with the community, we're involved with fellowship, we're like loving the people around us, man, we're, we're in each other's business, we're in each other's lives. But at the end of the day, what God's telling me is what I'm going to do. And any other voice can just, oh, uh-uh. <laughs> the, ruler, the ruler of this world approaches he has no power over me, but I will do what the Father requires of me so that the world will know that I love the Father. I'm telling you, like, he's like, we're like, yeah, man, the devil's beaten, man. You know, it's done. It's finished. And like, it is, it is finished. But man, I'm telling you, if you're not seeing the devil every day doing stuff and, and like all, all that, right? Like, I'm, ah, you're, maybe you're not doing like what God wants you to do, man. Maybe like... God has something way more like challenging and interesting for you to do. And in that place, you're going to see hell working, but God is going to be moving way more than that. Like, ah, I hope that makes sense. The ruler of this world approaches. He has no power over me. Like, as ah, sometimes we're like, we, um, if I can like put this into words correctly, we're like, we, we hear people going through something and, uh, you, you, or, 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 or talking about it and they're like yeah man I'm going through it but like you know it's really intense and this is bad and this is bad but I'm telling you the Lord is good and he's growing me in it and then somebody comes in at the end of that and they're like well yeah you know what the, the devil's beaten so I don't know why you're even talking about it you know and <laughs> like you know, you know what I'm talking about you know you've been there for that before and you've witnessed that happen and it's like Jesus isn't isn't like denying that like the like the 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 devil is there like he's he's saying that he is there and I know this is before he died and he went to the cross and all that but like a lot of times we think goes back to this thing again here on earth you'll have many trials and sorrows but take heart because i've overcome the world like we think that if we're going through trials and sorrows oh i must not be in the will of god like no man he's saying that's gonna happen either way so you might as well go for it and do the thing that's hard and do the thing that's tough and do the thing that you know god's telling you to do even though there's a ton of criticism from the people around you and they're not encouraging you you might as well go and do that thing because there's going to be trouble either way, man. Devil's going to try and kill you either way. And that's where the people that are mad are like, man, you know, the devil's beaten, man. And this and that. But I'm telling you, you can't go a day. You can't go a day without the enemy trying to poke at you and prod at you and get in your head, man. And I'm telling you, we can shine in the middle of it. Father God, thank you that you love me. You're so much bigger than this thing. It's got nothing on me. And I'm walking in truth today, no matter how I feel. Now, boy, they did a shandalake. All right. Um, yeah. I'm just going to keep reading through these, dude. This is kind of like, I just kind of wrote like 
I guess like a page or so each morning and I, and I felt like I should read them. Um, thank you for life. Thank you for direction, for guiding me, holding my hand, putting a desire in me to want to do things the right way, showing me what's going on and how to respond to challenging situations. Soon, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Like, <laughs> I want that. <laughs> like, I want to be so, like, aware of Jesus in the room that, like, people that don't know him are concerned. <laughs> I want to be so aware of Jesus in the room that, like, people that do know him, but, like, not to that extent, are concerned. <laughs> like, you want that. That's what you want. You know, you know it is, man. Any, like... <laughs> We just want more of him. Like even even in the um in the world, right, before we had any idea who God was. And maybe we knew like about like church people, you know, we were like, ah, like they're weirdos, right? they're believing a lie, they're in a fantasy land, their life's boring, you know. Even when we were in that place going after the things of the world, drugs, sex, money, uh, power, um, stuff. Uh, hunting, fishing, I, I don't know. Um, even when we were going after everything first, really that desire that we had for for those things was really a desire for God. And um, it's like knowing Him in a way where we can get around people that want those things and they can see, whoa, I actually... This craving, this wanting, this longing that I have inside of me is for God. Like I'm made in his image. I'm made for him. I'm made to know him. <laughs> Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. So you see him. Like you see him in your everyday life, man. Like you see God. Like all, every, he's, He's here, like, his spirit's here. Like, when we look around and it feels like all we're seeing is darkness, where he's, he's actually, he's like, he's right there in front of us, man. And he's doing things. Like, I wanna, in, in everyday situations, everywhere I, where, everywhere I am, I wanna be, like, aware of his presence and what he's doing and how he's working in and through things. Like, there's that song, and it's a psalm, right? But it's like, if the rocks cry out in silence, so will I. That wasn't really right with the tune at all. But like, man, I want to know what he's doing in and through my house plants in a situation when there's people in my living room. Like, that probably sounds weird. If you heard that right now, you're like, my kids aren't listening to this one. <laughs> You came and made your home with me and in me. John 14, 23. 
He thought you were so special that he's like, I'm going to go live there. You ever been on a vacation and you're like, God, this is beautiful. Like, just like mountains or oceans or like, maybe you're from the south and snow. If you're from around here, you're probably not that fascinated with snow. But, you know, you're like, man, this place is amazing. Like, that's how he sees you. And he didn't, he didn't, uh, come to hang out on vacation and go home. Like, he moved in. Like, he set up residence. Like, he built, he, like, you're his house. When we're together, to stir each other in love and good works, and to live our life in Christ. Like to live our life in Christ is to stir each other in love and good works. Like when we're together at church or at a, at a Bible study or having coffee with each other or helping each other fix a tire or helping each other move. So many people are moving now, it's crazy. We should start a moving company. There's, it's insane. Um, but when we're together, it's to stir each other in love and good works. Like God wants me to stir up the people around me in love and good works. So if I'm filled with love and I'm doing good works, then like that's, that's gonna help. <laughs> uh, and like anything else, like if we're stirring each other in like anger and like disagreements and confusion and taking away each other's confidence and like encouraging each other to do bad or fruitless works or maybe maybe they're good things but they're just for the wrong reason if we're stirring each other in that like then that's not why we're here and we can just when we see it we can be like whoa like how it's that thing i said or did or that attitude I had towards whoever, like, that wasn't fruitful, like, God, thank you, you've got something way better, and, like, that's what I want to do, like, show me what that looks like, God, and thank you, you're not mad at me even a little bit, like, thank you for showing me that, like, let's, let's do something awesome, let's stir each other up in love, let's get each other encouraged to go and do good works, don't give up, no matter how you feel, no matter what you see, no matter what anyone around you says or does, shine. There is a way, God's way, and there's a way that seems right to man and it leads to death. Oftentimes, we look at someone else's life and see the way that seems right to man as the way they should go, because it seems right. <laughs> We were kind of talking about that earlier. That was like, that was the, the I, I wrote that yesterday when I was praying and stuff. It was just on my heart from the Lord. Um, pray the will of God over them. Pray in the spirit. A lot of times we think we know like the specific will of God and like the plan he has and that for for the people around us and like we don't man like we don't like we can get glimpses of stuff but like even then it's like 
that's just what he's showing us. Like, what they're actually going to be doing and stepping into, like, that's between them and him. And, like, they know his voice to them. Like, they know that they know his voice. And, it, and it's a thing of every day, like, we grow in discernment, but, like, there's things, there's things that God can tell you that he can't tell me. There's a way he can speak to you that he can't, not that he can't, but he won't speak to me because I'm different and like, like you're different, right? So like, he's not going to talk to you like he's talking to me. And like a lot, a, lot, a lot of the times, like we think we have somebody else's life so figured out the job, they should work, the relationship they should be in, the ministry thing they should be involved in. But like we don't at all, man. And that's like manipulation and control to, 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 to think that we do and to project that onto them. And it can be really damaging. And it's like the Lord has something so much better. And I, and I, I want to know what that's like to be, to be involved with people deeply and like caring about them and loving them. But not projecting my own opinion of like what their life should be onto them. Enduring. You can't come up with a circumstance good enough, bad enough, whatever, to excuse not living in Christ. Like he says, wherever there's a temptation, like he's, we, we can overcome it in him. Like he beat it all. Like you want to talk about the devil being beat? Like that's what we're talking about. Like people couldn't do it before. They couldn't do that before. Like some could at times, but like you look at those Old Testament stories and the, the who, who was it? Got drunk and passed out naked in the tent, you know? And he did all these other awesome things. And then, and then the one guy, right? Like he goes and like sleeps with the um, neighbor lady and basically kills her husband, right? Uh, but he did all these other awesome things in God, you know, that God led him to do. And it was just crazy. Um, but he's saying, like, now, like, every time there's a temptation, we can overcome it in him because he's in us in a way that he never was before he came. Have a higher vision than right now. Like, to be able to take a step back from the circumstance we're in and be like, whoa, God, this is how you see this, and this thing is temporary. And there's going to be trouble no matter what. So I'm going to keep marching and I'm going to keep shining and I'm going to keep giving myself to you, God, because this world can't have me and it's not molding me and it's not forming me because you're molding me and you're forming me and this world has no power to change me because you came, Jesus, and you're living in me and I'm in you. You beat death forever and I'm beating death forever no matter how much it tries knocking on my door. Shine and manifest Christ why you're here let it become your life don't get tricked into just surviving why would the scripture talk about endurance so much if there wasn't going to be a huge conflict in front of you (laughs) 
and like it's okay if we mess up <laughs> it is it's okay like he loves us man if that conflict comes and we just fold just like it's okay like he's not mad he's not he's not mad at you like He's saying it's gonna come. It's gonna be there. It's gonna be there. But the way we respond, like we can always do it in him. Like there's always a way out. (laughs) He's got good plans, man. He's got good, good plans. Father God, I just pray over everybody listening to this that they get rocked by your presence, Lord, more and more and more every day, God, that um, just in a powerful way, you'd be setting them free in their soul every day to experience a deeper relationship with you, God, to experience what it's like to live and move and breathe in the kingdom every day, to use the faith that you've given them in every situation to absolutely just hammer down the enemy's attacks and call them nothing. In the name of Jesus, God, I just bless everybody listening to this, that they'd be so okay with change, that they'd be so okay with the new things that you have for them in their life, God, that they'd be so okay with each day being a journey with you and adventure with you, God, in Jesus' name, Lord, I just bless everybody listening to this and pray that they would live their best life in you, God. Pray that the relationships that they have with the people around them would just become stronger and stronger and deeper, God. And there'd just be a refining that happens there as they... um as they get to know each other as a church more intimately. In Jesus' name, amen.